Welcome to the Page Edit Podcast, an open conversation about life in New York, marriage, and avoiding eye contact with people on elevators. We're your hosts, Nathan and Anna Page. Happy Monday morning, Page Edit Podcast fam. We're back. We are back, baby. It's been a while. It has. We took six weeks. Quite the break. Something like that? Eight weeks? Yeah. It's been a while. We took a break for good reason. Full sabbatical. Well, yeah, you know, uh, people don't understand this, but like podcasting, it's not even the actual recording. It's the mental battle of before you get there. (laughs) And I think we just needed a break from it. It's like um, hanging out with like very distant family members. It's not even about when you're actually with them that's difficult. It's all the mental hurdles right before you get there. And that's what recording a podcast is like. So we just, we needed a little break from that, you know? Yeah, we had a bit of a reset, refresh, wanted to get new vision. New vision, fresh. Um, and, and come back better than ever. We have new stories. We have lots to share. Yeah. So we're excited to dive in. Oh, yeah. Um, we missed the new year with you guys. So sorry about Real that. Real quick, just a little note. I've noticed lately that I say, oh, yeah, a lot. Like, I'm the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> like, I'm the freaking Kool-Aid man walking around. And people just say stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. And the other day I thought about it, and I was like, why do I do that? I'm sorry. I know it's, it's really disappointing. Often. But full circle moment, it's because we were marketed to as children. <laughs> oh, whoa. Callback to, like, episode four? Yeah. Wow. Nice. That's it. It's ingrained <laughs> in our heads forever. Anyways, you were saying we um, missed the new so year. So we missed the new year, which was probably for the best, because I think I was just a saltier human at that time. Um, new year, it, like, frustrate. It's, it's exciting, because I love fresh starts, just for myself personally. Sure. But, of course, the Internet and millennials cannot handle that. And so it just felt like for the first, like, two weeks of January, everyone was like, this is your year. You're going to kick butt. The word of your year is stronger. You're going to get better. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. But in the back of my head, and maybe it's because I'm a cynic, but in the back of my head the whole time I was like, give it two weeks, and these people are going to be hit with life again. And everyone who was like, 2019 was the worst. 2020 is my year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, 2020 is dead to me. Where's 2019? Yeah, it was. It? I thought that was bad. This yeah. has been the worst year of my life. Yeah. And millennials can't handle the responsibility no. of the new year. <laughs> well, you, you said it, you were explaining that to me the other day, and I was like, well, it's been a rough start to the year. And you're like, that's every year. And it's very it, true. Life is hard and yeah. things happen. But it's yeah. like, they, you know, hopes get dashed so quickly. It's as if we all go to summer camp for the first two weeks yes. of the year. And we're like, oh my gosh, I think me and this girl are going to get married. You're so and then full you come of back hope. And you're like, what? What is happening? Yeah, and it's yeah. like it it's like an ignorant ignorant bliss. Yeah. <laughs> I sound so terrible. But it was so funny because sure enough, like the first two weeks of start you see memes and all this like hopefulness about twenty twenty and how it's gonna be the best year and so much better because twenty nineteen was the worst. Yeah. And I just wanna be like, guys, welcome to life. <laughs> this is this is just life. Yeah, it turns out every year is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Once you get older, you're kind it, of here. It can be. No, yeah, That's I don't why, mean actually. Life is good. but Right. And yeah. I, I had someone ask me the other day, well, what's your word of the year? And I know my, and pe- not everyone is this way, but I know myself and I know that I don't really want to pick a word of the year because I will become too laser focused on that one thing and then potentially miss other things. Also, I'm like, I'm going to forget it in a month. Let's just be honest. Same with New Year's resolutions. Yep. I like to make monthly goals and work on those for each month. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm like 
an old soul, and I just no. I don't like any of that stuff. No, I think we're similar in that way, though. I think I think we there's obviously nothing wrong with creating new plans, thinking back on the past, and then you know trying to create goals for the future. That's and all. And I a love good that thing. part of yeah. the new year. Yeah, me too. And it, but I think you're right. Like, and especially maybe it's more specific to us because I think we're trying to, and we've always been very like, you know, we're always looking forward to the next thing. We're always thinking about what's next in our lives. And we're trying to train ourselves to be reactionary, especially given um, your career, what we're trying to do in the future, everything like that. We're trying to have a reactionary mindset because we're in a place of, you know, a little bit of upheaval in our lives. And so for us, it is definitely different to be like New Year's resolution. Maybe if you're in like a more established place in life Mm -hmm. and it's something that's helping you, that you need a laser focus goal or you need a word to kind of be your focus because you know what the next five years is going to bring for you right it's a helpful thing but for us where it's like i don't know what the next five years is this year is going to be a building block for that so having one word like you said may put me on a path that like is not necessarily what i want right now so we have to find that maybe maybe by the end of the year we'll know what our word was (laughs) yeah and i think it's like a huge part due to my personality I'm, i'm very black and white personality and I tend to swing really far one way or the other when it comes to resolutions and stuff like that. So just knowing myself, maybe my word of the year is balance. <laughs> so I'm trying to find balance and not being too dramatic about like, it's January 1st, I'm yeah. going to change my life. I'm like, I'm going to change my life on like, I don't know, like January 15th maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, balance is, that's been the word of a lot of years for us. And yeah. I truly think a lot of it we're going to find out at the end of the year what our word was like this last year. I mean, I don't know what it was, but it was a lot of change. A lot of, a lot of things were different. So yeah, it, yeah it's, it's not for everybody, but I do get the main point of what you were getting at the beginning. It's funny how... It, how quickly we turn on the current years if it's the year's fault. Like 2019, everybody was so done with. Um, and then 2020 happened, and it's like, well, let's go back to 2019. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it oh, was you know so what? much better. <laughs> Turns out life is hard sometimes, and yeah. maybe it's not the year. Maybe it's the month, the moment, the week, whatever. In the past at least week, I would attribute a lot of that to the death of Kobe, which was... Yeah. I have never seen something shake so like so many people. Yeah. Um, like that did. It was it was instant, and I I felt like I saw it everywhere. And even me, like I am not the biggest Kobe fan in the world, or I never really followed him super closely. But to see the way it all played out and how tragic it was was so crazy. And I know for yeah. you, it it kind of hit closer to home. Yeah, it was definitely hard. I mean, to know that. It wasn't because at first it happened and it was like wow that's insane and and it was like the more news trickled out you realize like his daughter was with him and then you know seven other people were with him and you know some of that was family some of it was his coworkers. Um, it his, felt like the yeah. news just kept getting worse and worse yeah. about the whole situation. It's, it was just really really horrifying and it went from. Um, while a legend passed away to like man this is like a national tragedy and not more than that it's an international tragedy like he was somebody and this is something that kind of I'm I'm really thankful that this week people have been doing so many tributes because it reminds you of how much of an impact he had on people but mm-hmm. I mean for me I, there's a picture my dad sent me of me like when I was an eight-year-old wearing a Kobe jersey like I loved Kobe Bryant I had the posters of him everywhere like he was my favorite player I loved uh, everything about him. Uh, we went and watched him play when they came and played the Hawks, and like it was just a big part of my life following the NBA when I was little, like from the time I was like six till now. Um, and he was a big part of that. And it's not just that, but I remember 
knowing, like, I would, you know, spend hours, like, practicing his shot and doing dunks on a lowered goal. And when, like, the more he got older and started talking about his mentality and stuff, the more it kind of inspired me and other things. And so it was weird how I didn't really realize, um, I guess, like, you kind of realize it, but not really. And then when something like this happens, it makes you reflect and realize, like, man, this was one of the a uh, few people that actually legitimately impacted my life um, who was completely distant from me. Somebody that mm-hmm. I don't know, um, who was really more of a symbol to me than like an actual person. Mm-hmm. And um, that makes it sad for me. And it also heightens how much that means for the people who are actually in his life. And so um, it really was, it took me back a lot and it kind of affected me all week. We, you know, posted yeah. about how I was deterred all week and that, that was a big part That's of it. Very true. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, it's, it's really sad. Uh, I think one of my friends put it really well that you, you kind of – everybody was just kind of stuck asking, like, why? Um, and, you know, what, regardless of if you have faith or not um, in God, like that, you still have to ask the question why sometimes. And mm-hmm. he, he was like, you know, it's not like the perfect answer. It's not the most satisfying answer. But I think the fact that it gives us all a chance to remember somebody mm-hmm. and have a legacy that, like he had that literally stretched across the world. He brought the NBA overseas. Um, he spoke several languages, was just a very impactful person and becoming a very impactful father. Um, to see that and to be able to appreciate it now mm-hmm. um, is something that we may not have gotten if this happened a different way. And that's not, again, it's not the most satisfying answer. It's not something that um, people who lost somebody on that day want to hear maybe. Yeah. But it's a moment in history that now will be marked and it's a legacy of him and his daughter and those people that can live on with other people and that honestly has inspired me and has um kind of made everybody take a step back and think about their own life their own motivations absolutely um the people that are close to them so i think if there is something to take from it it's not again not the most satisfying answer but it's an answer and to me it's um something to remember that you know the people who are here that you don't think about enough that you don't appreciate enough um take a moment to do that whether it's a symbol of something to you like kobe was to me uh, or somebody who's actually in your life, like he was to his wife and his other daughters who were still mm-hmm. here. So it's a lot, definitely a lot to take in. Um, it was amazing to see someone who had such an impact in their life while living. Yeah. And then the unity that it brought with people coming together in his death. Yeah. Like, it's such an icon. Yeah, absolutely. To see that, I mean, to spread worldwide and people being, uh, you know, putting up tributes everywhere for him. So it... Again, that that was kind of a cool thing to see. Um, it's a hard way to see it, yeah. but uh, you know, special thing that that the world kind of came together around. And um, you know, things get better sometimes. Sometimes things get worse, but in the end, you just gotta keep showing up. Absolutely, gotta keep showing up. Absolutely. Oh man. Okay. So speaking of showing up, um, I was walking <laughs> banks the other day. Um, you run into a lot of funny people with interesting perspectives on dogs when you're walking a dog mm-hmm. because some people absolutely love them. Some people act like you don't exist. I've met several people who have no idea who I am, but they know Banks very well. Um, but the other night, I had one of the more interesting interactions. There was like three people standing outside the elevator, and I walked up, and they started playing with Banks, and they were like, oh my gosh, uh, uh, there's these dogs, uh, Shizus, Shizus? Were they talking to you? They were talking to me, but they were talking like, to each other, sort of, yeah. but they were also, but most of the conversation was like that. They were talking to me, but they were talking to each other, and maybe like about me or about Banks, <laughs> but to each other in front of me. So like they were looking at each other, and they just kept saying Shizu, 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 and I was like, I don't know. And they said it eight times, and I'm like, I don't know what 
I think they were saying Shih Tzus. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't know if they were talking about Banks, so I just responded, "Yeah, those are good dogs." <laughs> so okay, so that was the beginning of it. Interesting start. Then we all get on the elevator, and their friend walks up. So there's three people. Two of them had already gotten on. The third guy like will not get in the elevator because Banks is standing in the middle of the elevator. Our little 10-pound Banks. So the guy's like back against the wall as if like there's a, a bomb in the middle of the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> he, he inches on and then he, he stands on and very stoic and stone-faced says, I'm like Trump. I don't do dogs. It's like, <laughs> what? It's like, first off, I don't understand that reference. <laughs> Second, okay. And then he goes, well, I mean, would you let... Uh, no, no, he, no, before this, he starts just listing off animals. Pigs, cows, donkeys. <laughs> just like all sorts of... He's like, I just don't... I don't do any of them. Chickens. No, no, he ended up saying, I, I do chickens. I was like, okay, well, yeah, I like chicken. And then he looks at his friend and goes... Would you let a pig in your bedroom? <laughs> again, again, this whole time I think they're like talking about me and Banks kind of to us, but not. So I'm not responding to any of this. I'm just kind of letting this guy go. Would you let a pig in your bedroom? And the guy goes, yeah. And then like dramatic pause. Well done. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, and then uh, the other guy goes, okay, well, yeah, well, there you go. Now you're thinking like me. And then the guy responds, well, everybody has a fetish. <laughs> That went it in was a so really weird, weird direction. And so I was like, I, I honestly wanted to ask, like, are you guys suggesting I should either eat or have a romantic relationship <laughs> with my dog? Because <laughs> that's the way you guys have described this. You're like, I gotta go. <laughs> the most interesting people. So Nathan's dad yeah. has this theory about, <laughs> and you'll have to explain it. You can do it better than yeah. I can. But about background people, uh-huh. and again, you'll explain what this is, but I'm convinced, like, those types of people are just, like, put in our lives for, like, they don't actually exist. Because you're like, what are you guys even talking about? Like, what is happening? And it's just the weirdest situations, and they're there to, like, test you as a human. Yeah. Well, I can already hear the, the, like, PC trolls being, like, background people, really? We don't mean it like that. It's playful. Um, but my dad had this thing. He grew up in the Big Brother generation. So it's, like, you know, kind of more of that mindset of, like, you know, you're, you're walking around life and you bump into these people and you're just, like, are you even real? <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you doing this? Like, there's a guy who wears, like this like basically nascar outfit just walks around like our neighborhood all the time and it's just like uh, there's just people like that who do things where you're like are you like a real person or like what's going on and that whole conversation it was like and when i and when i told you the story of it that was your first response you're like those are background people right yeah like, that's it and that's so spot on yeah that's and it's exactly more so the, the like a, a theory of or not a theory it's more so like what if like yeah, every yeah. all these like weird interactions that we have with people are they're background people and i think it it's came like, from the first time i ever saw the movie the truman show yes yeah and then you were explaining to me your dad's like yeah his like spe- not speculation but just like he always had like the thought you know like, it's not actually, my dad's not actually crazy but uh, <laughs> but just like the thought of like so what if these people were put here by scientists to like probe me and yeah. to like see like you know oh let's stimulate him with this interaction and see how he responds and like that's what the way that that elevator ride felt uh it was just yeah <laughs> she's shizu shizu uh shizu yeah it was insane um this is hilarious i last weekend i try not to google myself ever because there are internet trolls like the definition of internet trolls who like yeah 
are sad with themselves and go to like write articles about bloggers. I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, ignorance is bliss in that case. For sure. So I had to Google um, a website that was like part of part of it was my name, whatever. I was trying to figure it out, and one of the automated. <laughs> Um, like heavily searched Google term was Anna Page blogger rumors. So Nathan and I are trying to figure out there was nothing on the internet that showed up with like blogger rumors about me. So I was really confused. Yeah. Well, I because I decided I was like I'm gonna do because you're like I don't think I want to look. What if something? Yeah, I was like I'm gonna do this. Yeah. So I went like four pages deep in Google and there was nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing about you or. It really, any blogger. So. Yeah. So then Nathan mentions, what if it was from that episode of the podcast where we said that someone had started a rumor about me and I died? Because that means <laughs> that you guys who are listening are the ones who are trying to figure out the rumors. So let me put this to rest for you guys. First of all, this is going to be very um, disappointing for you guys, but this was actually an old-fashioned rumor. Word of mouth Word style. Of mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Carrier pigeon situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, small town type of thing. So there's nothing on the internet about it. Um, yet. Yet. And honestly, it's not even... I don't even... Like, the, the rumor this was something... Like, I mean, it was something about, like, your handbags are fake? Yeah, my handbags are fake or something okay. like that, which nice. I was like cool uh, what yeah <laughs> okay um because sometimes people can only take off you know they they have to they have to get their content from what they can see right in front of their face because they don't know you yeah um and so that was the rumor so we'll go ahead and lay that to rest but i died when i realized it was my podcast people trying to figure <laughs> out what the rumor is you sleuths and i honestly love it i love it's it. really funny and it's funny to me that nobody ever found out about like your 11th toe like, <laughs> Shut up. Like all of this stuff about fake handbags, and nobody really knows that <laughs> they're the worst. You have an extra appendage. You're um, the worst. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up this week with what the kids are saying. Guys, I actually have one. Yes. Which is shocking. Yes. Because I never, I can't keep, like, I don't follow the popular meme accounts, and I don't, yeah. like, I'm not hip enough for it, I don't think. So, anyways, Nathan always has them. I came up with this week's, and it is. That something slaps. If something slaps, slaps. that means like that's good yeah. right there. Like yeah. that slaps. Like it's like a pop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like uh, back in the day, I used to, used to say that's swinging. You yeah. Know? Like, or uh, <laughs> what did we used to say in term, instead of slaps? Like that. That bangs. That, no, uh, like that's a that rocks. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's that good. Rocks. Yeah. Um, but if something like something. That slaps. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's effective. It's effective. That is... I am such a nerd. That is the best way to describe <laughs> if we're translating what the kids are saying. Instead of saying, that, that slaps, slaps, I'm going to start saying, that's that effective. Is, yo, that track that Drake dropped last night But with an SoundCloud, E or an A, I don't know. It's... it's E. I was just kidding. It would I be know e. what it is. I don't know. That's effective. That's effective. <laughs> so one of our friends says that about literally everything, and yeah. I thought it was so funny. Nathan had heard it from my nephew, our yep. nephew. Mm -hmm. We're married. Who yes. keeps us young. But yeah. if you want to say, like, oh, that's good. Like, um, if there's, like, a sauce on your chicken sandwich, you're like, oh, that, that slaps. slaps, yeah. Or if, like, you got a cool outfit on, oh, that outfit slaps. Yeah. That slaps. Yeah. 
It's it's like rocks. Yeah, I think it's a good. That's a that good rocks. That rocks. That's cool. that is effective. That's effective. <laughs> that outfit is effective. You would say I, that fit slaps would be the 2020 version. Ooh, I loathe myself slaps. for saying that. No, it's great. And you know what's funny about your nephew? You mentioned him the other day. We were riding around in the car the other day, a month ago during Christmas break. We're riding around in the car, and he goes, "Oh, first off, yeah, I should tell both of these stories." But first off, he gets in the car, and I'm listening to like Lawrence, which is you know their album came out, I guess, like two years ago. So it's what kind of music is? It? I mean, it's like kind of uh, alternative. It's got some like kind of funky vibes. Yeah. Um, it's, but a new band. It's a new band. Yeah. It's it's modern music, and he gets in, and he goes. Yeah, you know, kind of listening to what what it is you can tell, and then he goes, "Do you only listen to oldies?" <laughs> <laughs> because they were using actual instruments. Um, no, but he listens to like the 1975, so like he knows you know these type of bands. But the more like kind of funky or like soul type of stuff, We've like Leon never Bridges, felt older. I was like, oh no, it's like Alabama Shakes. I'm sure he'd feel the same way. It, that was funny. But then another one that got me is we were driving around. He goes, "Do you feel old?" It's like. <laughs> I mean, yeah, now I do. <laughs> but I was like, I mean, 27 feels like uh, what I thought 22 was going to feel like. And then, like, when I'm 35, I'll finally feel like an adult. Like, I was like, I still say dude, so I don't think, like, I don't think, like, I'm there yet. I don't think I feel old yet. Meanwhile. <laughs> Meanwhile. Your grandma wife over here going, that's, that's effective. effective. <laughs> that my moo-moo is effective. Werther's Originals. <laughs> I think on that note, before I embarrass myself anymore, we're going to wrap up this week. Um, coming to the blog, just so you can have a heads up, we've got a denim edit that Nathan doesn't know until right this moment that he's going to be contributing on. Oh, wow. We're going to nail all the denim styles you need for your wardrobe. Um, also, if you haven't seen it, we have a section on the website that is... Um, called Dear Diary and it's just literally like as if Nathan and I were writing journal entries some are funny some are serious some are heartfelt mm-hmm. whatever Nathan wrote one um, last weekend and it's about it's about finding the title to your future unwritten potentially never written book yes um, and it's it hilarious fun. it is absolutely hysterical I think it's time writing that so give that a read and then my portion of the denim edit is going to be mostly buttons and zippers <laughs> if I'm not mistaken so I'm <laughs> get out of here um, we also have this is probably the weirdest post I will ever write but it's about sprucing up your bathroom because we did it and it slaps so I am posting pictures of it it's and effective. adding it is it's effective, adding details, all that fun stuff. It's it's pretty cute. It is. Yeah. So that's I just, gonna. I've sat in there for hours this weekend. <laughs> hours. That's okay. Hours. Um, so that's all going live this week. Check it out if you haven't. Um, as always, if you like us, then rate us and Subscribe. give us yeah all the stars and the comments. If you don't like us, keep it to yourself because I'm too fragile. I'm I'm fine. You know, DM me with any constructive criticism, and I'll relay it in a passive aggressive way back to Anna. <laughs> <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, yeah. But until next week, it was fun hanging with you guys. Bye. Bye.